Well, Happy New Year. Year. Are you ready for 2022 and all its surprises and all of its twists and its turns? Are you ready for 2022? Are you ready for 2022 with all of its all of its winds and its turns and its cold weather? Are you ready for 2022? Hey, it's here. Uh, Ready or not. Here I come. I mean, it is here. I mean, you you can't hold back the year. It's coming. It's here. And so therefore, um, I know that God has good things in store for us. I hope that you are excited as I am about this new year. Uh, sounds like it. Um, so <laughs> I just, here's the deal. I believe that God has some really good things in store. And I, and just like, as Pastor Kevin said, I know there were some things that happened in 2021. I, I know I was there. I know some of us experienced some things that were not good. I know that there were some things that the enemy tried to throw at us. And I know there's some things that tried to stop us, tried to keep us. But here's what I want to tell you. You made it again. Amen. You made it. Amen. You're here. I mean, you, you made it. You, Satan, Satan didn't win. Uh, there were some people that didn't even didn't, didn't make it. I mean, think about um, Betty White right before the year. Didn't make it, but you're here. Amen? And not only are you here, but you're here for a specific purpose. You are here for such a time as this. Whether you believe it or not, if you think you're just occupying space, or you think that you're just, you're just man, I just came to church today just because I was supposed to, uh, just just what you do on Sunday. I'm telling you, you're wrong. You're here because God ordained you to be here this morning. And if you're, you're here because he ordained you to be here, it's, and it's also because he has something in store for you to get, to impart to you, to be able to go into this year with the mindset to be able to win. Amen? Do you know that we win? Do you know God causes us always to triumph? Somebody's like, I don't feel like it sometimes. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what your feelings tell you. It doesn't even necessarily matter what your circumstances tell you. God has the final word over your life. Amen? Amen. Well, I want to just take some time right before we get into the message. I'm going to um, preach here in just a minute. But I want us to take some time to just thank the Lord for the new year. Can we just do that? Just thank the Lord. Just, I believe one of, the, one of the things that's going to help propel us into the things that God has for us is the fact that we can be a people that are thankful for the things that God. Amen. So would you just thank the Lord? Lord, we just thank you for all that you have done, all that you're doing in us and through us. We're thankful, Lord, for this year. Go ahead and tell the Lord thank you for this year. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have in store for us. We, Lord, we thank you for all the things that you've done for us. And we know, Lord, that you're working all things together for good. All things together for good. You're working it out. You already know the end from the beginning. You are the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And we thank you, Lord, that we trust you. Would you tell the Lord that? Just, Lord, we trust you. We trust you with everything that you are, everything that you have, Lord. We trust you, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I'm glad. I'm thankful that you're here this morning. I know it's cold weather. I was telling Pastor Terry this morning, I said, yesterday morning I saw a jogger with her dog, and she just, you know, she had all the active wear on, you know, the stretchy pants, you know, that I would, anyway. So the truth is, is that she was running with her dog, and by 3 o'clock yesterday I saw, I mean, a man blustering cold, and he's putting his hood, and couldn't get his hood on, you know, and he was just, it's just cold. Welcome to Texas. Amen. And then that's just... But Pastor, you say this a long time. Said, "Well, if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute. Just wait a minute. It'll, it'll, it'll turn. It'll change. Amen. So does, so is life. 
Life has its twists and turns, and life has its ups and downs, and, and its curveballs and different things. And somebody said, you got to be ready for that. The truth of the matter is we don't know all the things. The Bible even talks about the fact that we know in part and we see in part, and then there's going to be a day where we fully know all these things, but we don't know. But the truth is, this is what we can rest in. The truth is, is that we can rest assured that we know the one who knows. We don't know what the future holds, right? They say that, but we know who holds the future. We know that God holds the future, and he's holding your life. And he's holding your life. And he's holding all of our lives. Uh, the song that we used to sing when I was a kid is he has the whole world. He does. He's got all the, you know, and then I used to, we sing that song. And I had some, there was a, there was a, there was a girl I liked in children's ministry. And, and uh, I'd be mean to her sometimes. You know, if, if you like a girl, you're supposed to punch her in the arm. Remember, that's what you were supposed to do. Remember that? How many of you guys, you guys remember that? Yeah, you punch her in the arm if you like her. That says, nothing says I love you like a, like a, a bruise on your arm. I was just, that shirt, you're mine, pow, you know. And so that's, but anyway, there was a girl, and we would sing that song. And so she would, the way she let me know that she didn't like me is she would say, uh, the, I would sing that we got the whole world. She goes, not you, Chris. No, he doesn't hold you. And so that's how she let me know. But the truth of the matter is he does. He has your life. He has your life. He knows exactly what's going on. He is the Alpha, the Omega. He knows the beginning from the end, and he knows exactly what is going on. He knows exactly what's going to happen in 2022. He does. He's not up there reminiscing. He knows exactly what's going on. He knows what's going to happen to you. He knows what's going to happen to our economy. He knows what's going to happen uh, in our government. Matter of fact, the Bible says this, that the government will be upon his shoulders. Actually, it said shoulder, not just one. So he's got enough to just put one shoulder up there on it. And so he's a big God. He's a great God. Amen? So if you don't hear anything else, know that, that he knows exactly what's going on. One of the things that happened this year, and this is where I'm getting into uh, a message, um, this, I went to see my doctor a few weeks ago, uh, Dr. Maxey, and he was my, he's my pain specialist. And uh, I was sitting there, and he'd taken my blood pressure, he'd taken my vitals, and he, um, and he spun around in that little chair. You know, he's got, got the chair that moves all the way around the room. He spun around in that chair, and he pulled his glasses down on his nose, and he looked at me. He goes, Chris, how are you doing? I said, I'm doing great. He goes, good. He goes, um, he goes, I want you to tell me one thing that you're going to work on this year for your health. I go, are you kidding me? I'm healthy as a horse. He goes, I'm not laughing. <laughs> he goes, I want you to tell me one thing that you're going to work on. I said, doctor, I'm not crazy. I know there's a ton of things I need to work on. I know there's a list of stuff. He goes, we're not going to worry about that because if you look at that list, you'll get overwhelmed. He goes, I want you to tell me one thing. I want you to say that with me. One thing. And he said, uh, he said, if you can, if you, because he goes, you got, he goes, I know you've had some pain and some different things this year. He goes, but if you'll work on the one thing, he goes, it'll be a domino effect on the other things. Just one thing that you're going to tell me you're going to work on. I said, Doc, I'll, I'll pray about it. And he goes, he goes, pray about it. He goes, you're going to tell me before you leave the office. <laughs> I go, well, I said, my wife has lost a bunch of weight. I said, I'm going to work on eating, eating right. He goes, now, if you tell me this, the next time I see you, I'm going to ask you what you ate. I go, you're a pain specialist. You're not even my primary care physician. 
you're supposed to be working on the pain, like right in here. It's just, you know, he goes, he goes, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about you. I care about you. And so I hear, I heard the Lord in that saying the same thing. I love you. I care about you. What is the one thing that you're going to work on? Some of you don't know this, but I have a speech coach that I, that, that helps me with my, with my messages and presentations and different things like that. I, and so She's turned to me and said the exact same thing. She said, Chris, um, I, this is, let me back up just a little bit. I told my staff, to, I said, send to my speech coach. Her name is Nikki Nanos. I said, send her my best three messages, the best three messages, best three sermons that you can find and send them to her. They go, okay, and we'll find, we'll, we'll do that. We'll take care of it. They send her my best three messages. And so when she saw them and we met and she said, Chris, she goes, I want to know one thing that you're going to work on. So I can hear the Lord on this. I go, are you kidding me? I'm the best there is. <laughs> I go, I'm good looking. I'm telling you what, I got presentation. I can move. I'm telling you, I can move the crowd. I'm telling you. She goes, I'm not laughing. One thing that you're going to work on. I go, I don't see anything I need to work on. So she pulls out 12 pages of notes of stuff that I need to work on. And so... I hear the Lord in that. God is wanting us to look at what is it that he's wanting to change in us this year. If you have your Bibles, I'd like for you to turn. We're going to turn to a few passages of Scripture. I'm not going to hold you long, but I want to get, this is my point. This is the point. One thing. Say it with me. One thing. Psalms 27. Turn there. If you don't have your Bibles, we're going to look at it up here on the screen. One thing that the Lord is wanting us to work on. This is a Psalm of David. Verse 27 says this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. Verse 4, One thing. I have desired of the Lord that I will seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. One thing. Now, as we read that passage, notice that he says one thing, but there's more than one thing that he's, that, that's in the passage. Verse 4, let's look at it again. One thing I have desired of the Lord. Just one thing. That I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. That's one thing. All the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord. That's two things. And inquire of his temple. That's three things. How is it one thing when there seems to be three things? You're going to see this throughout the rest of the scriptures as we read. Turn in your Bible to Mark chapter 10. It's funny because I'm thinking, God, you're the one who created math. How is it that he says one thing? And then there's more than one thing. Mark chapter 10, verse 17 says, Now as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is, God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he answered and said to him, 
Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack. Go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you'll have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. There's four things. One thing you lack, one thing you need to do, four things. What is that about? There's another scripture in Philippians. This is Paul talking. Philippians chapter 3. We're looking at these scriptures in sequence because I want to show you something. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 through 14. It'll be on the screen again. Verse 12. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing. Say it with me again. One thing I do is one thing. Forgetting those things that are behind and reaching for those things which are ahead. That's two things. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of Christ, of God in Christ Jesus. Now look up here for a minute. How is it that, that the scriptures and the Bible talks about one thing, but there are multiple things? And so I was asking the Lord about this. How is it that he says one thing, I, David says one thing I desire, that is to inquire of your beauty, to dwell in your temple. What does Jesus says? One thing you lack, go. Sell everything you have, give to the poor, take up your cross, and follow me. There's three things. Why is it? Because, and I want to draw your attention to this. The reason why that is so important is because it's a sweeping motion. It's the same motion. Because each scripture that I read that had to do with one thing all had to do with letting go of something and grabbing on to something. Letting go of the past and grabbing on has to do with, with, with letting go of all the things that, this is what he said, sell your, you, you get all those possessions, rich young ruler, all those possessions, all those things that have kept you, all those things that you've acquired, that you've amassed, that you've had with your great wealth, let it go. Sell it. Get rid of it. Come take up your cross and follow me. Paul goes, I'm not attained. All those things that I've had, he said in this previous scripture, he goes, I count them as rubbish. But here's one thing I do. Forgetting those things that are behind and reaching for the, and pressing toward the, high, the higher goal. David says, hey, this is one thing I desire. It's the most important thing to stay in your temple, to behold your beauty. That means all these kings, King David. He's saying, look, all that stuff doesn't matter. I'm letting go. And I'm grabbing on. I'm going forward in the things of God. Amen? So here's, here's what I want to say. I, I remember, how many of you have ever been to the circus? If you haven't, just come to my house. Anyway, the truth is, my mother took me to the cir- circus, me and my brothers. I don't think my sister was born yet, but I remember her taking, to me, taking us in Houston, Barnum and Bailey. I'm telling you what, it was one of those things where I, we would go and they had all the elephants, you know, and it smelled like a circus too. That's why I remember walking in and just, man, it smells like a circus in here. And so we went and I remember being amazed at all the different animals and all the different tricks. But I remember my favorite thing was the flying trapeze guys. And they would stand there and I remember there was a point in, in, the, in the place, there was a point where, where they were getting ready, the drum roll, brrr, 
startled. And all of a sudden, he grabs a hold of the bar, and I remember him letting go, and they swung another bar to him. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the air, in the middle of the tent, he lets go of this bar, and he gra- and right in the middle, right before he gets ready, he is holding on to nothing. And, and I remember my mother, <laughs> she's so funny, my mother reached back and grabbed me and my brother. Like, we're seated. We're, we're okay. We're going to make it. Like, that's going to help. She grabbed me and my brother by the chest like we were going to fall. We're like, we're sitting down. Like, Mom, you're killing me, you know? Brother can't breathe, you know? Uh, but the truth is, you laugh, but some of our lives have been like that this past year. You Right in the middle of you getting ready to go forward, right in the middle of stepping into the plans of God, right in the middle of going forward to the things of God, there was a moment where there's a gasp. <gasps> Am I going to grab on to the next thing? Am I going to make it? Are these things going to happen in my life? Are are the promises of God really yes and amen? Are the things of God really true? Are the things that God said to me that he was going to do, are they really going to happen? And right before that, there's a... Not necessarily uh, do we know because there's a suspension in the air. How many know that life keeps us at a suspense some? Times It does. Keeps us at a suspense. And we don't necessarily know what to ha- what's going to happen. But right at that moment, I'm telling you what, God already knows that you're coming this way. So he swings a bar over to you, letting you know, let go of those things that, are, that were behind. Let go of the past. Let go of that person that you're holding on to. Let go of all those things and grab on to the thing that I have for you, saith God, to move you forward. Amen. I remember that. I mean, I remember just a gasp. It's just, is he going to catch it? Is he going to grab it? And I'm telling you what, just like he's practiced over and over and over again, he grabs the bar and it propels him forward to the next thing. Then there was another guy. And I'm telling you what, there was another one. He was swinging and they were swinging and just going backwards and forwards and going. I'm telling you, it was, it was, it was wild. It's one of the best things that I've ever seen, you know? And, um, and I, I just, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, Lord, let us, let us let go of everything that has held us back in this last year. Let us let go of all of disappointments. I'm telling you, some of you just like, I've not been mad, but I've been disappointed in God. I've been disappointed in the things of my life. I've been disappointed in so many things. Maybe you've not been disappointed, but you've been discouraged and you've been downtrodden about some things. And and, and it's been a pretty good year. As you look back over your life, you think this has been pretty good. But God is not a pretty good God. He is a good, good father who is able. And the reason why some of you can't are not been able to let go is you don't realize that he is so good. He is so amazing. He is so wonderful. And so being able to let go, why is it though that we hang on to those things? What is comfortable about hanging on to the past? What is comfortable about hanging on to unforgiveness? What is comfortable? What, what about that do we like where well, we don't want to let go? Is it because we don't know what the future holds. And I hear God saying, come to me, all ye that are heavy laden and burdened down, and I'll, I'll give you rest. He says to me, cast all of your cares upon me because he cares for you. So the truth of the matter is, is it's time to let go. Two points. It's just two today. Let go of those things. And reach on forward toward, press on toward the goal. Paul says this, I know there's obstacles in my way. I know there's going to be things in my way, but I press on. 
I know there's going to be, I know, I know it's not going to be easy, but I press on. If you got to press, that means that it's not going to be easy. The woman with the issue of blood, she pressed on. She pressed through the crowd, the Bible says, to get her miracle. Will you press? One thing. Do you know the reason why you can, you can go on to the next thing? Is because that gasp right before going on to the next thing, there was a gasp like that that happened over 2,000 years ago, right in between Jesus hanging on the cross and him laying down his life, the Bible says this, that right when he was on the cross, that he, and then breathed his last. And when he breathed his last, and he said, it is finished. So why don't you say it with me again? It is finished. He reached, he didn't breathe his last. And at that moment, all of your sin, all of your past, all of those things that held, that held you back was finished. He didn't say you are finished. He said it is finished. Satan said you are finished. Your past has got you. It's caught up with you. Your sins have caught up with you. God says they were nailed to the cross with me. He says, well, all of those things that have plagued you and all those things that try to keep you back, God says, I've already broken the back of the enemy and therefore we win. So God is saying in the middle of the suspense, in the middle of not knowing, in the middle of not knowing what's going to happen, God says I have it all under control. I am the one that's leading you, guiding you, and I'm the one that's going to propel you forward even when you don't necessarily Necessarily know I'm working all things together for good. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So let's go into this year, letting go of those things. Again, just two points, letting go of those things. So you, 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 you got to be able to let those things go. Grabbing on to what he has in store for you. Oh, I'm telling you what. I know it's been suspense. We don't know. Some of you don't know. And one of the things we don't know is that the news is trying to spread fear all over. There's so much fear. There's so much fear. Pastor Terry and I were talking about this this week during lunch. He's talking about this. It's all about fear. Fear is the tool of the enemy. And this is what God said. I'm not giving you the spirit of fear. That's not, that didn't come from me. I don't do that. But I have given you. This is what I have given you. Love, power, and a sound mind. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's good.